Mount Everest. Majestic, alluring, tempting for all thrill seekers and bucket listers, but deadly beyond belief. And I mean that because so many who attempt to climb this massive natural wonder simply do not believe how deadly it can be. Hi, I'm Chris May, writer, producer, and host of This Day in Weather History from the Weather Network in Canada. During the afternoon of April 25th of 2015, a magnitude 7.8 earthquake struck Nepal and surrounding countries. The violent and relentless earth shaking from this quake triggered an avalanche that rolled over base camp on Mount Everest like a steamroller. This day in weather history. The weather angle of today's story is not the quake necessarily, but the rain that followed. It was the rain that made it nearly impossible for rescue efforts to either be effective or happen at all. In the avalanche, a cascade of snow, ice, and rock raced down the mountain through the populated area known as Base Camp, and in it, at least 22 people were killed. This made this event the new deadliest disaster on the mountain. But this event was a long way to being over as far as how far-reaching the effects of the quake and the avalanche were. In all, the 7.8 magnitude quake would be blamed for the death of more than 5,000 people and the injuries suffered by an additional 10,000 people. It reduced homes in the total affected region to dust and destroyed precious ancient monuments dating back thousands of years. All this and setting off that deadly avalanche of Mount Everest. Remember that this day in weather history can be enjoyed a number of ways. Right now, you are listening to the full version of today's story on your favorite podcast provider, but there is also the daily podcast video short. They are shot right here in my podcast recording studio, so you get that perspective, and oftentimes they will include visuals from that day's event from when it happened in weather history. So after listening to the full story, go check out the podcast video short on television or online anytime at theweathernetwork.com forward slash weather history. People needed rescuing and emergency crews needed to be dispatched and fast. So let's right now get to some geography and open up what happened after that hampered rescue efforts. First, it must be remembered where Nepal is. This Asian nation, whose capital is Kathmandu, lies along the southern slopes of the Himalayan mountain ranges. Many mistake it for being part of northern India, but in fact it is not. It is a landlocked country located between India to the east, south, and west, and Tibet to the north. So that is kind of a roundabout way of painting a picture to illustrate that they are therefore in prime monsoon crosshairs. The monsoon season typically lasts from mid-June to mid-December in this region. The irony of this story is the India Meteorological Department had just issued their 2015 monsoon season forecast, and it called for a below-normal season for rainfall for 2015. That was good news for many, but did nothing for the rescue and recovery workers. You see, even a below-average monsoon was likely going to complicate the relief and recovery efforts of this particular event given the magnitude and precarious risk of landslides that remained. You see, the mountainous terrain of Nepal already makes it prone to landslides, so a normal monsoon season brings dread. Now you add in a 7.8 magnitude earthquake that triggered an avalanche, and the stakes just went meteoric. A bit of science behind the landslide. They occur when gravity takes over and its relentless pull becomes stronger than the force of friction that keeps a slope of topsoil in place. It's a lot like Velcro. Imagine this. If you pull hard enough, 
Velcro will give way. But if you notice, when you force Velcro to separate against its will, it will cause a violent kickback. So for our mountain face, with any rainfall amounts during monsoon season, the potential for a mountain slope to destabilize becomes very high now. The water will only add to the weight of the soil as it soaks in. Ah, soaking in. Well, now we have another problem. That soaking in will also reduce the level of friction between the soil particles and the rock face beneath the soil layer. And this combination of factors increases the risk of landslides. And that is before you even factor in the white elephant in the room, the almost eight magnitude earthquake. The quake itself already made it a tricky feat to attempt any rescue effort, but now things got exponentially more difficult and life-threatening. Plus, with the coming rain, plus the landslides that have already happened and the more that are feared to still happen, there was the increased risk of flooding that would just be more pain on top of pain for a region still reeling from the devastating earthquake and avalanche that wiped out Mount Everest Base Camp this day in weather history. Hey, do you like the podcast? We'd love to hear from you. If you have an idea, go right now to wherever you're listening to me and rate us if you would, please. It's on a five-star system and we would love as many stars as you can afford. So rate us, but then also review us. This way we can always stay on top of how you'd like to see the show evolve. Then remember to subscribe to this podcast. Click the subscribe or follow button right there on the very same podcast homepage you're listening on. You'll be immediately reminded that the next day is ready to listen to, and you also have access to every episode in the archives. It dates back to June 1st of 2020, so there is a lot that we got to get caught up on on this day in weather history. Tomorrow is April 26th, and we have another first. Tornadoes happen a lot in Texas, and I've covered many on this podcast already. But this one stands alone for a number of reasons, and we will cover them all tomorrow on this day in weather history. That's with me, your host, Chris May.